Welcome to Intentionality with me, Paul Kempf, where we explore the possibilities and opportunities that can be created by a more intentional life. If you like what you hear, if you find value in the content and feel moved to do so, hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss an episode again. If you love this podcast and or believe it's something that can make a difference in the life of someone you know, someone you care about, please share it with them. Share it with the world so that we can reach more people and impact more lives. This is episode 5. With this episode, we are halfway through the planned 10 episodes on managing your finances and debt better, on understanding the role of money in your life better, on getting you back on the road to financial wellness. But first, let's have a quick discussion on the role of an accountability partner in your life when it comes to your finances. I mentioned an accountability partner in episode 3. It's easy to understand the role of an accountability partner in the context of exercise. I've said before, it also works very well for other goals you want to achieve in your life, including your finances. In episode one, I gave you a brief uh, story, and a bit of history, about where I found myself in 2005 after my divorce, in a deep hole that I kept on digging deeper in dire financial distress. Also, at that time, I met and started dating someone new in my life, my now wife, Chanel. I'd like to tell you about the incredibly valuable role she has played in my life, not just being the love of my life, not just in bringing joy to my life, but also in being my accountability partner when it comes to our financial life. You see, you need someone like that in your life that can keep you on the straight and narrow, keep you from repeating your past mistakes, that can help inspire you to stay disciplined, to keep the good habits, the good behaviors, and to stay on the path of an intentional life. Obviously, you can do it alone. You can change your financial situation alone. I just think it is easier if you can do it with someone else an accountability partner. So, get your spouse or partner to listen to this podcast with you and start the journey of intentionality together. It does make the journey so much easier, so much nicer. Okay, we have discussed in detail what I believe to be the only three solutions needed to becoming financially free in the previous few episodes. Let's have a quick reminder on what we spoke about. First, change your thinking around your finances. I'm hoping that being at episode five already, I've given you enough to think about in terms of your own finances. The second part was changing your habits and behaviors around your finances. And again, I'm hopeful that in the previous five episodes, I've given you enough ideas to start those behavior changes, those habit changes when it comes to your finance. Again, let's be reminded of the definition of intentionality that I've shared with you before. It is the attitude of purposefulness 
and commitment to action. Remember that word attitude equals thinking. That word action equals habits. And then we spoke about the third component of that solution, developing a financial life plan. We have finished looking at the first two components of a financial life plan, having a budget and debt management. We spent enough time on that. The third component of a financial life plan is financial planning. Now, before we get to this third component, I want to just take a break from that discussion. And I want to talk to you today about the power of small changes. How every rand matters when you are in serious financial trouble and you need to do something desperate to fix your financial situation. Now, remember, when I talk to you about this, I am talking from personal experience. And again, I think there's been one or two occasions in the previous episodes where I've said something that sounds and seems pretty obvious. And I think the same thing with this. Every rand matters is pretty obvious. And still, I find it incredibly surprising how many people in dire financial distress that knows what are the right things to do, that knows that every rand matters, that knows that it's a fairly simple method of improving your financial position, still do not allow the law of accretion to work in their lives, lives and more importantly, in their finances. Remember the law of accretion that I spoke about in a previous episode and the difference it can make in your life? I'm telling you now, from personal experience, making small changes works. It is, our, it is actually also quite easy to make small changes. The difficult part is sticking to these small changes over time. In order to stick with these small changes and create habits out of them, you need insane levels of intentionality and discipline. So, my book recommendation for today is the best book I have ever read on the subject of discipline. A book that has inspired me to increase my already high levels of discipline to even more insane levels. To become even more intentional in so many more aspects of my life. A really powerful book. The book is called Discipline is Destiny and it was written by Ryan Holiday. Now, Ryan follows the philosophy of Stoicism. I'm not, I'm not even certain if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Stoicism, Stoicism, doesn't really matter. This is something that I've become very interested in. Currently, I'm reading another book of Ryan called The Daily Stoic. Really powerful, really empowering, really inspiring stuff. There is a plan to do an episode on stoicism later on and to talk about how it can help you to become more intentional in your life. But for now, let's get to lesson number five, episode number five. Every rand matters. I know it's obvious, but give me an opportunity to portray to you or to, to try and tell you why I think this is such an important life lesson to learn. Let's start off with a small little example of how every cent can matter. Now, this one you're going to have to do some thinking on. I'm not going to give you the answer immediately, 
I want you to think about what your, you think the answer to this riddle is. Right. So if I was to give you one cent today, and I double that tomorrow. So tomorrow I give you two cents. And the day after I double it again, and I give you four cents. The day after that I double it again, and I give you eight cents. Let's stop there. One cent doubled every day. How long will it take for you to have a million rand? Is it a year? Is it six months? The surprising answer to this riddle, don't know if you knew this, 28 days. Now, before you start seeing a solution to your financial problems in this riddle, there's one small catch that you mustn't forget. I'll gladly give you one cent today. I'll gladly give you two cents tomorrow and even four cents the day after. We can go until the end of the week, no problem. I'm just wondering who that person is that's going to give you half a million rand on day 28 or even 250,000 rand on day 27. So clearly not a solution to your financial wo woes, but certainly an example of how every rand matters. But let's be more specific. Let's talk about the topic of small expenses. And I told you this is out of personal experience. When I was going through financial distress, when I was having a hard time with my finances, one of the things I did was instead of going to work and buying food to eat for lunch, I started packing a sandwich. And I know this sounds like something trivial, something very small. But now you must remember, I combined this with that habit of writing down every expense every day that I told you about in a previous episode. And the interesting thing is I started realizing first and foremost how much money I was spending every month on lunch at work. And then I started realizing how much money I was saving by cutting that small expense out of my daily budget. Now, cutting a small expense from your life could be anything. It's your choice, whatever it is. It could be things like cigarettes, coffee, beer, chocolates, takeaways. It's your choice. Take anything. But I'd like to illustrate the example of the power of small expenses being cut out of your life by taking the example of cigarettes. And I apologize for picking on the smokers again, but this is an example that works for me. Now, I'm not a smoker, so if some of my numbers are wrong, I do apologize for it. But let's go with it. What if you're 35 years old? You smoke one pack of cigarettes a day, and you do that for 30 years until you retire at age 65. Let's go with that example. A pack of cigarettes, I'm guessing here, yeah, I've said to you I'm not a smoker, it's probably around 50 rand per pack per day. So that's 1,500 rand per month. And don't forget about the additional cost of life insurance. I don't know if you knew this, but if you are a smoker, an insurance company will levy a premium on your life insurance contribution. Let's take in this example a life insurance of 1,000 Rand per month. Because you are a smoker, you pay an additional 30% per month. That's an additional 300 Rand. Now, let's just for a moment forget about the cost of smoking in terms of your health. Let's purely look at the cost of the cigarettes, 1,500 Rand per month, and the additional cost of life insurance, 300 Rand a month. Okay, so what we're talking about here is 1,800 Rand per month for 30 years. That's 1,800 times 12 times 30. 
fairly simple calculation. 648,000 rand, which means if you stop smoking at age 35, you can potentially have an additional 648,000 rand by the retirement. Now, it's not that simple. I know. I'm trying to keep it simple. I am disregarding time value of money. I'm disregarding the effect of inflation. Now, we all know the rate of inflation on the cost of a packet of cigarettes is much more than CPI, primarily because of the way the government increases sins tax on cigarettes every year. They do that for alcohol as well, by the way, so the drinkers are not excluded from these examples. But let's keep the focus on cigarettes. Now, let's take that calculation where we saw that we could uh, save 648,000 rand over the next 30 years and take it just a little bit further. Now, imagine you take that 1,800 rand a month because you stop smoking at age 35 and you invest that 1,800 rand for 30 years. Now, again, we could probably do this calculation with the 1,800 rand increasing by inflation every year, but I really want to try and simplify these calculations. I've taken 1,800 rand per month for the next 30 years, so it's not increasing every annum. We invested, our investment grows at 10% per annum. How much more money will you have for retirement? Here's the surprising number. Are you ready for it? 4 million rand. This is a small expense that you can cut that could have a significant impact on your financial position, on your ability to retire one day. Now, let's take it a little bit further. Few people start smoking at 35, and I think few people stop smoking at 35. Let's take the insurance out of the equation and just focus on the cost of cigarettes. What if you start smoking at age 20, you keep on going till you're 65? And what if you don't do it? Saving the money of a packet of cigarettes from age 20 to age 65 in an investment will mean an additional 15 million rand added to your retirement. That has to make you start thinking about the power of small expenses, the power of making small changes in your habits and behaviors that could have a significant impact on your finances. Now, I know most people listening to this podcast aren't 20 anymore. So the example is there for your kids. Please tell your kids about this example. I think this just shows us the incredible value of starting early and the incredible power of compound interest. And yes, the story doesn't have to be about smoking only. It can be about vaping, about drinking, about drinking coffee. It can really be about anything else that you spend money on on a daily basis. And do not misunderstand me. I'm not saying you should not enjoy life. I have habits that cost me money every single month that I could probably do without. But when you are in financial distress, when you are not yet financially well, it's important to maybe start reconsidering some of these daily, weekly, monthly expenses you have. The personal experience that I've shared with you around the lunch that I take to work every day and the effect it had on my finances is a testament to this principle. It really works. And if you combine that with the discipline of a detailed and strict budget, 
I'm guaranteeing you, you will see the difference it will make over time. Yes, all of this takes courage. It takes discipline. It also takes sacrifice. It means you need to be more intentional with so many things in your life. But I'm telling you it's worth it. So in episode one, I asked you to have a smiley face or a sad face about your finances. It's been five weeks that we've been on this journey. Has your smiley face changed into a, sorry, has your sad face changed into a happy face yet? If not, maybe today is the day that you can start by cutting one expense out of your budget and to see if that doesn't make a difference. Today's discussion is very focused on habits and the cost of certain habits in your life. But there's also a much deeper and potentially powerful discussion about habits and the power of intentionality in forming better, healthier, more productive habits in your life. But that I want to talk about in a later episode. For now, I just want to end off this episode with some advice on habits that has really worked for me in my life. Something I want you to really think about and to be honest about with yourself and how this manifests in your life. Bad habits cause more bad habits that cause more bad habits. Let me explain. It's a vicious circle. Drinking too much on a weeknight means you will probably smoke more than you usually do. In my experience, people who drink also smoke more, especially in a social context, having a good time with friends. Now forget for a moment the potential health risks of both of these habits. That's not what we're talking about. Both of these habits are also expensive habits. But more importantly, it probably means there's a good chance you will sleep later tomorrow morning because you got into bed later tonight. You will sleep later than you intended. You will probably not be doing the exercise you planned tomorrow morning or going for the run that you wanted to do tomorrow. It means you will probably be less productive tomorrow at work. And most importantly, you will probably not have the time or energy to listen to the next episode of my podcast. Just kidding. Now imagine the opposite of this vicious circle. Imagine you do not go out drinking on a weeknight. You will probably smoke less. You are saving money on both counts. The next morning, you are up early because you got to bed the time that you wanted to go to bed. You get up early because you got a good night's sleep. You get to exercise or go for a run. While on your run, you listen to my podcast and get a bit of inspiration for your day. You get to work and have a fantastically productive day with enough energy to spare. And just like that, the vicious circle is turned into a positive one while you are improving your financial position. I'm just saying, think about it. So let's end off this week's podcast with a quote that I recently received from one of my partners at FFG. He sends out a thought of the day email to every employee of FFG every day. The prayer, I admire your consistency in doing this incredibly impressive thing every single day. And it fits in beautifully with the theme of discipline and the role it plays in living an intentional life. The quote is, if you can't stay motivated, stay consistent. Consistency is going to bring you back your motivation. Powerful stuff. Enough for today. Next week, I want to discuss a really interesting topic with you. How we think about money really matters.